0: Get ready for your daily dose of Tuttle.
1: The all-time greatest uh, intern slash producer we've ever had, of course, Tuttle. Tuttle
0: in Florida. It's Tuttle's Daily Podcast.
2: Nice cock. Nice cock. MRK! MRK! MRK!
3: MRK! I'm excited about this. I haven't talked to her on the show since I did my 100th podcast special but on zoom right now with me is hannah from alberta canada what's up hannah
1: not too much just you know got ready for my day it's fucking early Uh (laughs) how you been now now explain to me i i like how
3: your room looks explain to me so you got the skeletons in the background what is that above you on the roof
1: um, so above me, it's a, it's a tapestry, but it's like a moth with like a skull in its wings, and it's got like geographical like triangles and squares around it. It's pretty cool. I'm, I'm into that whole gothic scene, I guess.
3: <laughs> yeah, I mean, is that something you've always been into, or do you think this is like a little bit of a phase?
1: Uh, no, no, definitely not a phase. I've always liked, I don't know, I've always had like a weird obsession with skeletons for some reason. So it's always just kind of been my thing. Like anything with skulls on it, I love it for some reason. So I just decided like this was my vibe for my room. If I
3: had to guess, you're big into Halloween. You like Halloween, don't you?
1: I think Halloween should be a holiday. I think everyone should have Halloween.
3: Well, See, <laughs> because when I was married, my wife loved Halloween. That was her joy. That That's what she loved more than anything. Going to Universal Studios in Orlando. Have you ever been to one of the Halloween horror nights?
1: Um, I haven't. I went to Universal Studios in California. Yeah. And I went to one of like they had like the whole like haunted house thing that you could walk yeah. through. I'll never I'll never fucking do that again. I was so terrified. I'd never been more scared in my fucking life.
3: <laughs> now, <laughs> now, since we have you on Zoom and we're gonna do this, can you give us like a little tour of your tattoos, the ones that you can show like on your arms and kind of explain to me a little bit, you know, what, when you got them, like, did it hurt stuff? I mean, if you don't mind, because I know what a lot of people don't know this is that you kind of are interested in being like a tattoo mom. Yeah. I've talked to you about this before. You want to get pretty much as many tattoos as you can get, right?
1: Yeah, I definitely want to be covered one day.
3: Yeah. Now, on your that's your left arm there. You don't have the right arm done done a lot right there.
1: It, it, uh, so... No, I don't have the right arm done at all, actually. Now, what was your first tattoo? Um. So, my first tattoo is on my ankle, and it is a heart locket and key. It's got two Day of the Dead faces in it. Oh. And I got it when I was 14 in Mexico, which was a terrible fucking idea. <laughs> tattoo shop. So um, in Mexico, my mom and I decided that we were going to get the same tattoo. So I got this like big, big one. It's probably about this big um, on my ankle. So that was the first one I ever got.
3: Now, what was your dad's like? Was your dad supportive of it? Did you ask him like?
1: Um, it was actually his idea to start with. And he was yeah. like, it's only going to be the size of business business card, right? But the tattoo shop that we went into, their business card was fucking big, right? So I was yeah. like, well, it's the size of their business card. So, you know, he, he actually brought the idea up, and that's what actually started the whole thing. And then mom and I just continued to get tattoos after that that we didn't really tell him about.
3: Oh, so your mom didn't your the get tattoos then, too?
1: Oh, yeah. Mom, my mom is actually, like, covered in tattoos. Like, the whole right side of her body is covered.
3: Wow. That is crazy. Now... Did the first one hurt, like, out of all your tattoos, which one hurt the most?
1: Um, I don't know. It's kind of like a toss-up, because I have one under my, uh, my I left heard the ribcage is, is very sensitive. Yeah, so that one wasn't too bad, but it comes up onto my boob a little bit. So, like, right in the crease of my tit, that's where it really fucking hurt. Um, yeah. or right in my ditch here, like, right on my sleeve, right in my ditch hurt really yeah. bad, too.
4: That really hurt.
1: Now
3: what is your next step? Like, what are you wanting to get done next, if you had your choice?
1: Um, so next, because this is only a half sleeve right here, so I want to extend it into a full sleeve. I want to get a girl, like, a beautiful girl right here. She's going to have, you know, like, some orchids around her and things like that, and she's going to be really pretty, but half of her face is going to be in kind of a skull, like, Kinda of to represent that you know, like life isn't very fucking long, and you know you need to live when you need to live, and life can be a bitch. <laughs> so, so let me
3: ask you, um, what have you been up to since we last talked? I mean, I, I I think you're still going to school right now, correct?
1: Yeah, I'm still going to school. That's pretty full time.
3: Now, like, are you having to do everything online, or has the pandemic kind of slowed enough where you're at that you can actually go to school?
1: Um, So the pandemic here in, I guess, like Red Deer, or I guess Alberta, where I am, um, it's like really, really slowed down. So I'm able to go to school, but you know, I have to wear a mask all the time, which is kind of a pain in the ass. So I have to wear a mask all the time. And I have to, you know, like when I'm doing clients, I have to actually like have them wear a mask and it's just kind of a pain in the ass, but everything seems to be, like, pretty in order of how it used to be. But it's pretty squished together. This course is supposed to be six months, and now it's only, like, squished together in two months. So, yeah. <laughs> now,
3: you, t- you said clients. Let's reset for people. What do you mean by clients, stuff that you're doing?
1: Um. So, I'm actually taking, because one day I want to open my own uh, spa and salon, uh, as well as be a tattoo model. Weird goals. But anyway. So, what are you um, going to do? Hair, makeup? Like what? It's professional aesthetics right now, so it's doing like manicures and pedicures and massages, and then after that's going to be clinical. So that's like getting into the dermatology side of things.
3: That's interesting because uh, I, I've talked to you about this before. Uh, me and my wife, we owned a tanning salon, and and we were trying to branch out. So we had the you know the tanning uh, beds, but then we started doing the the facials and stuff like that as well, too. We actually hired somebody. It was actually, at the time, a, a, a girl about your age, and she was going to school and learning, and, and it was great. I mean, she was learning as she went. We weren't charging a lot when we first started because, you know, she was learning her way as well, too. She got licensed, which was great, uh, but I, I don't think people realize that that women are into that. You know, a lot of guys, they don't, they don't do skincare as much as women do. And, and, and it's important, right? I mean, not a lot of people realize Oh, yeah,
1: that's for sure it is.
3: Um, now, well, I mean, that's really cool. I mean, is your goal in the future to, you know, have your own business or, or, or work for somebody?
1: Um, well, I have like, kind of like a 10 year goal. So by the time I'm 30, I want to open my own spa and salon. So I want to be able to kind of be like a hands on boss. I want to be able to be there for everybody. So if somebody calls in sick, I can cover them. So I want to take my hair and everything over and above that. So I know what I'm doing because I want to be I want to be the boss. I don't want to be someone that just like opens something and fucks off like that's not really my job.
3: Now, I haven't, I haven't gotten too much into this, Hannah. Um, do you have any brothers or sisters, or are you an only child?
1: I'm an only child.
3: Uh, see, so you're, I mean, you're in the only child uh, group, like me. So, yeah. um, now, was it kind of tough growing up? Because, in, 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 I, I want to. Before I say this, you're a very attractive woman. You're, you have your feminine side, but you also grew up, your dad, what does your dad do? Is it, He's an oil rigger, right? He, he, he does that type of stuff. Have you yeah, ever gone out on the job site with him? Have you ever, like, you know, has he ever brought you to work when you were younger to see what he did for a living?
1: Oh yeah, all the all the time when I was younger, because my grandpa was also a consultant in the oil field, so that's what my dad ended up doing. Um, so they like to play little games on each other while I was there, and you know it was kind of funny. So, but I always went out and I always visited dad with my mom, and I always got to see what he was doing. But you know, it is it is what it is. Like it's kind of just like he just sits in a truck and he gives orders all day, and he's a very busy man. So yeah. he doesn't really have time, right? Yeah. I, now,
3: see, this is how I'm dating myself. Is that you know you're you're 21 right?
1: Yeah.
3: All right. So, do you did you ever see the movie Armageddon? Like you you know with the oil riggers and stuff. Uh, You know this whole scenario reminds me of your Liv Tyler and your dad's kind of like Bruce Willis. And I can see some of those younger dudes on the oil rigs. You know trying to you know catch your attention and stuff. Do you think your dad would approve? Of you dating like one of the younger guys that worked underneath of him or meeting him again? Be- did you uh, first off, did you ever see the movie Armageddon?
1: Okay, yeah, I've seen the movie Armageddon, and trust me, like, I'm not a very girly girl, but like, that movie makes me cry every fucking time. Every <laughs> time it, it does, too.
3: <laughs> yeah, I mean, because that whole scene at the end when Liv Tyler is saying goodbye to her father on the oil rig. But yeah, I mean, you want me to be honest, your dad, I would trust him if they wanted to shoot him up into space and drill into an asteroid and, and, and blow it up. I would have confidence in your, in your pops uh, getting the job done.
1: Um, I definitely would too. As long as dad could probably bring his, his booze with him, he'd be fine. Yeah.
3: Oh, <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, I know what, what is his, now Europe and in Canada. What is all right? So every every country, you know, they got that beer that represents them, like like Ireland and, and the UK they got the Guinness. Uh, Mexico they got the Corona, not not the pandemic or the virus. The beer. What is the beer of Canada? I mean, what's the stereotypical beer of Canada?
1: Um, I have no idea. Honestly, would be like Molten
3: not- or like Labatt's or
1: something like? It's nothing super like all all Canadians, not all Canadians, but a lot of Canadians like their beer, but everyone has like this little fight about what beer is better. Like I had a boyfriend who swore that Pilsner was great, but it was literally like you were drinking cat piss and I'm more of a Coors Light kind of person, but other people like, you know, Courtney and other people like Canadian Molson. So it's just a very mixed, but like beer is definitely a thing. It's not, we have like, we don't have like a certain kind that we absolutely love. So it's just kind of whatever you like. I mean you Canadians
3: are definitely cooler than us Americans, but now is it only is it specific to the providences? But is weed legal throughout the whole country? Uh Did yeah. So
1: weed we, right, we legal throughout the whole Yeah, the, the whole, whole country, country or is it just Providence from Providence? No, it's it's the whole country. Okay. Alright. Now what are some
3: issues, now you're younger, and if you don't want to, you know, you might not have your finger on the pulse, but, like, what are some of the issues, the big issues that Canadians are concerned about right now up there?
1: Oh, God. I'm not a huge follower of that because I mostly just, you know, like, sit down and I'm on Facebook and I'm just getting drunk by myself. I don't really care to know what people are scared about. But I'd say it'd be like, you know, like the whole like Black Lives Matter movement or it would be, you know, like the whole coronavirus thing. That's what we're kind of worried about. We're just kind of following what everybody else is, you know. But is there
3: a lot of racism in Canada?
1: Um, I know I'm not like, meh. it's really hard to like say this um, without stepping on anybody's toes but like here in Alberta I know like some people who are super racist and I know some people who aren't super racist it's just kind of like what part of Alberta you kind of go to I grew up in Innisfail I went to high school in Innisfail and I know like Calgary labeled Innisfail as like one of the most racist towns around and you know so it's it's very different kind of on where you go and it's very different the people you meet and especially how you were raised too. it just really depends. It's a super broad spectrum when it comes to this. So I don't want to step on any, on anybody's oh, toes but that. that's kind of
3: I understand. That now and you don't have to answer this. I mean this is all pre-recorded. So have you ever dated somebody that was a non-caucasian or or white?
1: Um mm. I mean I guess like I, 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 I have, have dated it. like like natives, I guess, but they, they had like some white in them. Yeah. But that's about it. I haven't really tried to like venture out there because really it's just not my thing unless they're like a really no, good looking. Like, there's, there, black there, guy. There, Other there, than that, no. <laughs> no, but there's
3: nothing wrong with that though. I mean, the reason I'm asking is, you know, I, I I'm trying to get the feel because one of the reasons i think you're going to be great and why people will love you on this podcast is that americans don't know a lot about canada they they just know hey those are upstairs neighbors that above us and we're kind of like the white trash below you guys and and we're throwing parties all the time and fucking shit up <laughs> and, and now, what I mean, what is the going like? What do Canadians think about Americans?
1: Um, hmm, that's a really tough question. I know, growing up, I always thought, like, no offense to Americans here, I'm not doing anything wrong. I but to growing up, opinion. I always thought, like, growing up, we had, like, this stereotype that, like, you know, everyone from the USA was, like, Miley Cyrus party in the USA, so you guys just fucking partied, and you lit off your fireworks for the 4th of July, and everyone was fucking obese in the States because you guys had such big issues, and that everyone is absolutely in debt because of, like, you know, like, you don't have free health care. No, we don't. So, it's basically, just everyone's obese, you guys just like to party, there's a bunch of drugs, and, you know, like... You're you're in debt. That's basically how I like sold states for a really long time.
3: Yeah, I mean you pretty much nailed it right on the head, <laughs> uh, because like I I have been working out, uh, and and I've lost like I weighed today I was below 160 pounds for the first time, um, and I was never really fat. Fat. I mean I'm almost six foot one. Uh, and I, I think the heaviest I got was 198. But since I've stopped drinking, and I've gotten off all the crazy meds, I've been losing weight. And and I got a certain point. Because, you know, guys, they don't want to be too skinny. Because, you know, guys have got to protect people. Guys have got to be tough. They got to be the hunters and, and, and stuff like that. What is your type when it comes to a guy? Because when you think Canadian men, you're thinking rugged lumberjack type guy. Um, what what do you like? Like body type? Do you, do do the guys you date? Do they gotta be like real muscular, or do you like the lean, skinny guys? What what do you go for?
1: Um, so usually I go for guys that are like this is super contradicting because my boyfriend right now is actually super skinny and he's like oh he's as short as I am and I'm five foot four. So I completely went the polar opposite from what I usually like. Um, but usually I date guys who are like taller, you know, like they got to be over six feet. That's a, so such a stereotypical girl thing. They have to be over six feet for some reason. And usually all the guys I date are like, they have like dad bods or they're a little overweight because yeah. I find guys with dad bods have a better personality than the guys who are super muscular. Yeah. So I like people on personality, but I want someone that's bigger to, than me so I can feel protected. You know, like, cause then they're more rugged and, you know, it's just, it, they just have that vibe to them, I guess. Yeah.
3: <laughs> I, I mean, I can easily see that. So, um, now what have you been doing? Um, I know over the weekend you said you were going out on a trip. I, and the one thing I like about you and you're doing it right. Okay. Cause I was like you when I was in my early twenties, you want to go out and experience things. So what, what did you do this past weekend?
1: Um, this past weekend, what did I do? So the Calgary Stampede got canceled due to COVID. I'm not 100% sure if you guys know what that is.
3: I've heard nothing but great things about that because, um, when I was on Bubba's show, we did an appearance at the place where they, where they hold the Calgary Stampede at.
1: Oh, okay. Yeah. Okay. So the Calgary Stampede actually got canceled. So usually I try to go there and I try to just get absolutely fucking hammered. But since I couldn't get absolutely fucking hammered and go there, uh, I decided to go and like go to the food trucks. So they have this whole like no contact thing, but you could drive up to the food trucks and you could order your food. And I got some lemonade and I basically was just a fat ass all day in Calgary, eating a bunch of like takeout food from like trucks. Um, so that's that's what I did. I went to Calgary, spent a couple of days there and it, it wasn't too terrible. I mean Calgary's not much of a vacation by any means. And then the weekend before that I went to Banff, saw the mountains, you know, went to the hot springs. It was great.
3: <laughs> well, very cool. <clears throat> Hannah, I'm glad that I, I ended up getting you back on. I wanna start doing this with you every week as well, too. Um because I want to start incorporating you more into the show because I want to get that younger generation on the show. So um, what I would like when when we do this in the future, I want you to come in with at least one topic people your age are concerned about or anything that interests you. I don't give a damn what it is. We can talk about it. And then, and then I just want to learn more and more about you. I'm going to get you some, some promotional stuff. I'm going to send you some hats as well, too, because I want to work on my Canadian numbers. I think with your help, the show can grow even more and more in the Canadian or Canada area.
1: Yeah, for sure. We can, we can definitely set something up like that. I'd love to be on every week and like try and give you a topic, but like, granted. Uh, people my age don't really do much besides go to college and drink. So I will definitely do well, my wait. best. If how about this? How
3: about this? Just, it, it could be a topic or an experience you had.
1: Perfect. We can definitely do that.
3: Now, if people want to check you out, how can they find you?
1: Um. So I have a Twitter account. It's at from Hannah. H-A-N-N-A-H. You can spell it backwards, just like race car or taco cat. And then (laughs) on Instagram is underscore Hannah from Canada, underscore.
3: Well, Hannah, I appreciate it. I really, really apologize that we couldn't connect for that little bit at a time. But I feel like we're going to get on a schedule here. And I'm I'm predicting it now. You are going to be huge. People are going to love you. And and I just want to thank you for being a part of the team.
1: Perfect. Well, thank you so much for having me and honestly, I I really fucking appreciate it. You're great and you're going to do great and I'm so excited to be here with you. All
3: right, Hannah, thank you. I'll talk
1: to you next week. Sounds good. Talk to you next week.
0: Is that a PT cruiser down by the lake? Oh no, wait. It's the Tuttle Podcast Studio. Thinking about joining a non-unionized, non-localized, somewhat weaponized group or militia, consider joining the Guardian Saviors. In the Guardian Saviors, you can patrol your local park, neighborhood, movie theater, settings, business settings, other things. As a Guardian Savior, you will be provided one cap and satchel, one bumper sticker stating, I'm with the saviors. So consider joining the Guardian Saviors today. The Guardian Saviors you're not responsible for any violence that occurs to you or anything that happens while you are underneath the Guardian Savior's banner.
3: I've been really, really excited about this interview. I had my friend Scarlett on with me last week, and I'm really, really interested in what she does because, you know, a lot of people think somebody that is a dominatrix, somebody that has pets and stuff, but I got to tell you, my friend Scarlett is maybe one of the nicest, most genuine people that mm-hmm. I've ever met during my time in radio. And And I wanted to get a little bit behind the scenes and find out what she does for a living. Okay. Now, how are you, Scarlett? I'm great. How are you? Now, introduce me to your friend. Now, how do, How would you describe him? Because I, I say pet. Is that disrespectful?
4: No, I don't think so. I mean, there's a lot of submissive words that can be interchangeable. And there's also words that can be very specific to the dynamic of the partnership.
3: Now, how does he address you and how do you address him? Like, does he... What does he call you, and what do you call him? I know you said his name is Cam. hmm That's what he's going by, but, like, do you guys have this respect thing that you guys have back and forth with each other?
4: Mm-hmm. What do you call me?
2: Guys.
3: <laughs> Goddess, Got it. Okay. And then what do you call him, though? Like, I mean, what, I mean, how do you address him, or what do you call him? Because you, are, you have the upper hand in this. I call him my boy. Oh, you call him your boy. Okay. Now, can I ask how you guys ended up
4: connecting with each other? Mm-hmm. I like it when he tells a story.
2: Um, one thing you have to understand about me uh, before we get into our dynamic is that um, I've also been in the, the lifestyle, the BDSM lifestyle, just about as uh, long as she has. And we run in the same circles, so uh, she actually started dating a close friend of mine, and we all connected at a uh, weekend-long BDSM camp event. And um, the, I think the the funny part about how we met is I'm I'm in recovery. I, I'm uh, three years sober, so and am at I the, sorry, one year, one year for me off of alcohol. That's excellent. You. No, do
3: you, I mean? Do you mind? I mean, if you don't want to say, but I mean, was it just alcohol or was yeah? It was just
2: alcohol. Uh, even though I'm, uh, you know, I sponsor quite a few guys who uh, were were, you know, ex dope fiends and and the like, usually. But uh, uh, for myself, it was just alcohol. And
4: and I
3: don't think a lot of people. And, and and I'm. I know I'm getting off of the main topic though. Okay. But I don't think a lot of people realize. You know, alcohol is a legal substance, mm-hmm. but there's so many things out there, and and it just drives me crazy that so many people have issues with that, and it and and it's completely legal, and and people look down on weed or like marijuana and stuff. Um, right. You know, it, it just drives me fucking crazy.
4: Yeah.
2: Uh, Marijuana as a drug is way less harmful than alcohol, by and large, by country mile.
3: Now, how often do you guys see each other? Every day. Every day? Oh, are you (laughs) kidding? (laughs) That's amazing.
4: Yeah, um... He moved in right before COVID, actually. So it's been great because he's really service-oriented and I've got better things to do. So he does all the cooking and the cleaning and the meal prep and even washes and blow dries my hair. It's wonderful.
3: Wow. Now, Cam, can I ask you? Now, I, I've i known Scarlett. I've seen her as an all-around because I... I, I I see scarlet as you know the perfect girl, the perfect woman How <laughs> she specializes in feet. is that something you're into um
2: before I started dating Scarlett, i could, I could say that I, i'm I'm attracted to feet feet are part of a you know a part of a person that I find attractive, but I wouldn't have considered myself a foot fetishist uh now i I, I could say that like. Giving so much attention to her feet as it is, she loves foot rubs, and I personally uh, give her pedicures now, especially in COVID and in quarantine.
3: Yes, I do. Now, now, what? What? Oh, I, and I gotta tell you, you do an amazing job because you know maybe this is because I have you know I could have easily been like a Norman Bates type guy, but I didn't. <laughs> I did paint my mom's toenails one time. That is amazing. Now, is that weird though? I mean, it was.
2: Nice. I, I don't think
3: it's that weird. I didn't get aroused off of it, though. I didn't get aroused off of it. I was just yeah. trying to
4: help my mom out. Oh no, that's cute. That's sweet.
2: I think now, you remember a discussion in Pulp Fiction about foot massages and the like. And I, I don't. I don't think it's all that sexual unless you make it sexual. Yes,
3: yeah. but. but why do people like kind of give me the psychology on why people do have foot fetishes scarlet like can you give me an idea of why people are into that
4: i think it's one of the things that women pay a lot of attention to and show off but kind of don't want to be touched you know we have high heels we had a time period where women always wore sexy pantyhose and stockings and the like. And we spent a lot of work making our feet look nice. But personally, I know most of my vanilla female friends don't want their feet to be touched or anything. So it's kind of like this thing that you see, but you don't get to play with. And it sort of made it like, uh, the forbidden fruit, I guess, if you will.
3: Now, Karen, did you know this? Now, let me ask you, has Scarlet ever stood on your face? Because, <laughs> Scarlett has actually both feet on top of my big-ass head and stood on my face. Now, yeah, I
2: has she ever done that? Uh, Tuttle, she's slapped me in the face. She's caned me, whipped me, done all kinds of crazy things to me, but she has never stood on my face. You have that up on me.
3: <laughs> uh, no, no. But, I mean, now, I've I've done a lot of weird stuff. Now, I, I'm i open, and and I'm not, like, I don't get weirded out by things like I've done some pretty, pretty weird stuff. I've had an expandable butt plug in my anus uh, before. I didn't, it didn't last very long. I've been in a circle jerk with three other guys where we've been handcuffed at the ankles. Mm -hmm. So I'm pretty much down for anything, but I, I got to tell you out of all the girls that have ever come come in the studio, that she, by far, had the personality and and she could play it up. is that <laughs> something you like about
2: her oh absolutely um i mean we I never finished the story about how we met no, I was, no, I'm sorry. Actually, that's okay uh but I was actually putting in a sober mixer at this at this p s m camp event to provide a sober space for people in recovery at the you know on the grounds, and she came in a little drunk <laughs> yeah. Um, um,
4: I didn't know it was a sober party. I was just following my friends and um, <laughs> I was like whining about the lack of alcohol at this party, not realizing where I was at. And then I felt like an idiot when he told me, but then we started talking after that.
2: <laughs> we, started ta- we started talking after that. And I was, I was actually charmed by the fact that she had the, the sand to show up to a sober mixer <laughs> uh, with a few drinks <laughs> in her. So um, yeah, no, uh, it definitely charming. And um uh, attractive to me that she's so well-spoken and charming I mean it's uh, one of the things that I've one of the many many things that I find very attractive about it
4: also like identifies more as dominant than submissive like normally like at events and stuff like I never thought we would really talk or interact because he's running and hanging out with like the male dom crowd so to speak and I don't know he just really wanted to serve somebody and I guess I was the right person
3: now let me. Now this is something I'm curious about. I've never been the jealous type guy. Uh-huh. Now, how does that work out? You know, like do you get jealous at all, Cam, when she's you know working with other other people, or or is do you look at it as this is what she does? It's not a sexual. It is
2: of her offering a service. Yes, uh, it's, a, it's a very interesting question, a very good one. Um, anybody in Polly itself who ha- tells you that they don't have some kind of jealousy at some point no, is you, lying to I you. Don't
3: mean, I don't mean to stop, but explain Polly
2: polyamory it means uh, many loves it's uh it's a lifestyle we've chosen um scarlet and i are allowed to date other people if we feel like it Uh, at the moment i have no other partner and scarlet's my primary but you know she has another partner and when i met her she had two others
3: i'm um, telling you right now if i was as lucky as you (laughs) i would not be seeing anybody else besides scarlet so i gotta tell you man I'm jealous as fuck uh, from you right now because yeah. you are the man in my eyes when it comes oh, well, to I the whole
2: situation. Uh, thank you very much. Uh, I consider myself very lucky. I'm, I'm, I'm enormously grateful. Uh, but yes, I, I don't actually have the urge to date anybody or see anybody at the moment. I'm right. sure that might change at some point, but because I was such like a hoe bag when she met me, <laughs> she she reminds yeah. me every day. Yeah. How many yeah. people did I sleep with that weekend?
4: <laughs> so like We consider our first date like one of the events where we started like hanging out and he slept with so many other people that i always say on our first date he slept with five other people or four i can't i lose count but yeah yeah, that's that's the running joke because i'm not really jealous either so i don't know it's just funny to me now cam let me let me ask
3: you okay now i i i met scarlet through the radio station Mm -hmm. but i did hang out with her a lot randomly at dragon con in atlanta do you guys have that same type of like nerd genre type stuff that you guys are into
2: i'll let her answer that question honestly
4: (laughs) yeah i mean we play a lot of video games together he tanks for me so i can dps um we both enjoy i don't know a lot of like the same kind of sci-fi movies and shows and stuff um
3: what kind of shows are you guys watching
4: right now uh We're rewatching, well, he hasn't seen it, so no spoils, but Mr. Robot, because I love that show. Oh, and, my God. Yeah, I'm rewatching now, it. It's so good.
3: Now, I don't want to ruin anything, and you don't have to go into detail. What did you think of that ending?
4: I liked oh, it.
3: You did? I mean, yeah. I never thought that's a direction that they were going in, but once yeah, I saw it, I was kind of like, oh, I don't know. It, I had mixed feelings about it.
4: It was happy, but it was also really sad at the same time. And
3: Rami Malek yeah. is a great actor. Like, he
4: is. He's really good. And, and I don't think that a
3: lot of people give Christian Slater a uh, lot
4: of <laughs> I was no. just talking about how I had picture a picture of Christian Slater in my locker when I was in 7th grade. What's your favorite
3: Christian Slater movie growing up?
4: It was Robin Hood. <laughs> uh, really? Can I, I tell you? Yeah. True romance um, Yeah, like true Cuff. romance is better. Well, uh, growing up, I was a kid. I didn't see True Romance yet, but yeah. Oh, no,
3: oh goddamn it! True Romance was the best. <laughs> yeah. I was gonna say Cops. Do you remember Cops, where he was like the, the yeah cop or whatever?
4: It's been a while. And, though, but yeah.
3: And nerd wise, people forget about the Wizard. Do you remember that? I whole-
4: loved the Wizard when I was a kid. Yeah, it was great.
3: Yeah, so, man, I mean, we're kind of... Oh, we go to MAGFest
4: together, too. Oh, wh- and what is that again? MAGFest is kind of like a video game convention. It's much smaller than DragonCon, but they bring in they? old. It's in um, a nice area in Maryland, and it's they bring in, like, you know, this old-school, like, video game cabinets from the 80s? Yeah. They bring them oh, all, yeah. all around the world, and you can just play them all weekend. It's really fun. And then they did hold, like, modern gaming competitions like StarCraft and... Uh, I think they did Call of Duty this year, too, something else. Yeah, the Gaylord in D.C., Uh, Baltimore?
3: It's the National Harbor.
4: National Harbor, okay.
3: So you guys are are in that D.C. area. Like, how are things up there right now? Are you guys kind of in quarantine? Have you guys been venturing out, or have you guys been playing it safe?
4: Uh, We've been playing it safe. We went to... The, uh, a couple of stores the other day because we had to, and I mean, almost everybody was wearing masks and keeping apart, so it's not too bad up here, but, yeah, you know, but outside, it's just safer and easier than dealing with people. Yeah,
3: I mean, I don't know what it is because you lived in Florida for a while. Yeah, I mean, it is just getting goddamn ridiculous here right now. Yeah, I mean, it, it's absolutely exploding and and. I just I, I I'm sad and kind of scared at the same time because I would be fine if I ended up catching in it, but like my parents, you know, yeah. like I have to be careful about them, and and that's the thing about it that that depresses me is that I think Americans have become selfish, mm-hmm. you know, because because I'm I'm a and I'm not trying to get serious. I'll get back into everything, but I think us as, as Americans like during the second world war everybody did their part
4: yeah
3: betterment of the country and it just seems like nobody is willing to do that right
4: now yeah i don't know i think it's easier just to be safe and wear a mask so i don't know i just do it because at the i feel like the worst that could happen is if i wear a mask a couple of months and it doesn't do anything And i wore a mask for a couple of months you know like
3: now, can I, I'm just curious, has this affected what you do?
4: Um, it it did it at first. Yeah, like at first, because I wasn't seeing people in person. Um, But now they've kind of just all moved online to online sessions. So, cause, yeah. you know, it's not the same, but it's better than nothing.
3: Now, I, I'm i very fascinated with your, your relationship with Cam. Mm-hmm. Um, so how long have you guys been together? How long have you guys known each other? Have have there been any, like, bumps in the road? Or have you guys kind of had that understanding where it has never been a problem? Your
2: turn. Uh, We met, um, nearly three years ago. Um, Wow. Yeah, this, this time last year we were just gearing up for the first event uh, that we met Mm -hmm. Uh, and we were friends for about two years. And then um, we both had a mutual attraction and it just wasn't time for us to really talk about anything other than friendship. Uh, I was living in where you are. I was living in Florida for a couple of years. And uh, then I I just recently moved back up and I think it's, it'll approach, I think we're we're approaching our first year anniversary um, at the end of August.
3: Yeah. Now, like, Give me an example. Have there been anything? Because I know Scarlett. I mean, I don't know her really, really well, but has she ever like intro introduced something that maybe you're like, "Ah, I don't know. You know, that might be a little too hardcore for
2: me. You know, it's funny. Um, I, I've, I've, I've I have a lot of experience uh, bottoming. That's uh, how I how I started in the scene uh, and how I learned to become such a good sadist and 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 dominant. Uh, but the thing I hate the most is having my belly button played with, which means really he goes after it quite a bit, and <laughs> now, I hate, I hate it. I absolutely despise it.
3: That is weird that you bring that up. Okay, because like I have never I I was never overweight, but I've been losing a lot of weight. I went from about 195, and and I weighed myself today, first time under 160. Mm -hmm. But I've noticed, like, you know, when you gain a little bit of weight, your belly button gets a little bit weird, and then when you lose it, I've been noticing it's kind of, like, irritated a little bit, and, you know, (laughs) like, whenever you have, like, for example, if you get a cut in your mouth, you're always playing with it, with your tongue and stuff. Mm -hmm. And... It doesn't hurt, but I'm constantly sticking my pinky in my belly button. <laughs> so you get <laughs> and, it. <laughs> and and I'm like, it fucking hurts, but your I keep doing You're
4: yourself, Tuttle. Yeah, I know, I know,
3: I know. You can't it's be around people weird. right
4: now, so you got to torment yourself all day.
3: <laughs> yes, yes. I need to just find the closest white trash girl <laughs> in the Hill here. Just to stick shit in my belly button so I can get off on it. There you go. go, yeah. So now I gotta ask, what what does your what's on your necklace, Scarlet? This is Scarlet. Oh, it does, okay Yeah. i Yeah, yeah, yeah. Now I was just curious, so your shirt, that looks like a pentagram, on uh, Cam. But what that, what is the shirt
2: about? Uh, it's actually a gift from Scarlet here. Um it, it's uh I'm I'm not a Satanist say i just uh i really like uh, it was
4: the the black craft company was donating 100 percent proceeds of that shirt to the australian (laughs) wildfires
3: oh i mean that's bad no i was just asking because i did another interview earlier and when i was married my wife was in the halloween is halloween like a big like holiday for you guys are you guys into halloween at all yeah i like halloween now when you because her big her big thing was going to Halloween horror night. We mm-hmm. went there all the time. So, um, but I I just want to thank you guys. I hope I didn't like overstep any of my boundaries. No, we're open book. Now, tell people uh, how they can find you guys, anything you guys want to plug.
4: Um, I'm at scarletlush.com with two mm-hmm. T's. I actually just made an OnlyFans finally. And if you subscribe within the week, it's. Twenty percent off, so it's four dollars instead of five. But I'm never gonna go past five dollars because I want all my stuff to be accessible to anybody with any budget. It's pictures of like me and lingerie, behind the scenes, like fetish stuff that I do and feet stuff. So it's not, it's not gonna be full on nudes and lewds like some of the other women. But if you're curious about the life of a femdom, then it's pretty good.
3: Now, can can uh, before we leave, I and I and Cam, I apologize. So please don't 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 get upset. But I got to tell you, some of the burlesque type stuff that you do where you're just wearing lingerie um, is absolutely amazing. Like, you know, um, because you're, like, I like a woman with curves, and you have that. Mm-hmm. And, like, some of the stuff where you're wearing, like, you know, a corset and stuff. Um, that is some of the greatest pictures you've ever taken. And I know I sound were. like a big creep, but, <laughs> but no, it is, it is because
4: like, be
3: you, you are a very attractive woman Thank and, you. and, and it's great because you do it with class. Mm-hmm. And I know, see, I gotta be careful of what I say, Cam, but I don't know if you saw it. People are busting my balls. I guess I I guess I would be better off being an asshole or a dick because there was this one guy on Twitter that was like, oh, she doesn't need you to be her knight in shining armor and dog. She can do whatever she wants to do.
4: You <laughs> no, know I, I, don't know. I
3: mean, what should I do, Scarlet? Should I just be a dick? Because I'm just trying to be nice. I consider you a friend. Yeah,
4: I don't think there's anything wrong with being nice and standing up for your friends. Like, that's okay. Wow. Well, there's a difference between kissing ass and standing up for someone you kiss, oh, right?
3: Come on. Uh, I never kiss ass. I always give my honest opinion. And that's why I've not. Of my feet. Me-
4: What's that now? I said, no, you kiss the bottom of my feet.
3: Oh, I would do that any day for when you. When stand
4: on your face. Yeah, yeah,
3: yeah. So, and and if you <laughs> also, like
4: that yeah, anyway? No, 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 okay.
3: no. My dream is, and and it's not. And if I'm just being honest, mm-hmm. oh, 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 I'm I I think you're extremely attractive. But what I would want to do is, I've always wanted to work with you, where I would just let you do whatever you wanted to to me, like straight up, like. Mm-hmm. Because I've done a lot of bad stuff. And everybody's like, oh, you must have a high threshold of pain. And I really don't have a high threshold of pain. I'm just an entertainer. Mm-hmm. And I know that it would be entertaining to be.
4: You just want to be humiliated for money.
3: Or for download. Or, <laughs> or download. For yeah, for <laughs> Yeah, for cloud. That's it. And that's it. So yeah. If, you, if you're ever down here in Florida, again, well, you know what? I usually bucket. come
4: down like a couple times a year. I just obviously haven't because of COVID. But yeah, I usually come down to see my, my family like two, three times a year. So next time well, I'm down, this? I torment
3: on, you. Yeah. Well, well, I'll make a deal. I only want like a two or three minute clip for my own personal gain for my social media.
4: Can but I slap you, you in the face with the dead fish?
3: Yeah, that's, that's child's play.
4: Yeah, but you like fishing. It'll be funny.
3: Yeah, I, Yeah, but listen. Okay, a live fish. Will, I will sign any piece of paper that will allow you <laughs> to do absolutely anything <laughs> and, and everything you want to do to me. Okay. And, and it's not even going to be a sexual thing for me. I just want to do it for entertainment purposes. Like mm-hmm. I'm, I'm serious, and I know that probably sounds weird, but I want to just give you complete, absolute control for about thirty minutes. Anything past thirty minutes, but I'm dead serious. Like whatever you want to do, anything.
4: Okay. All right. Okay.
3: Like you want to put a strap on? on do whatever you want to do. you want to make some it? things. How about this? Well, uh, I mean. To the point. Well, besides snuff stuff, like I mean, besides like murdering me, you're you're absolutely <laughs> free to do anything you want.
4: Do you need all your fingers and toes?
3: Uh, I might see now. You're putting other stipulations in there. I don't know how I feel about amputation and shit. <laughs> so, it's a fetish, uh, you
4: know. You could. Explore I gotta that. get a
3: lawyer before we do any of this stuff. Now, what was it? fingers. Cam, it was a pleasure meeting you.
2: Absolutely. I got to tell yeah.
3: you, you are the goddamn man uh-huh. that if you were able to be in Scarlet life, and Scarlet, you know how I feel about you. We're always going to be close friends, and yeah. I would do anything to help promote you. I really appreciate the time, guys.
0: Want to support the show? Go to paypal.me slash pedal on the radio. Stitchyouup.com, or contact them, Eric at Stitchyouup.com. Stitchyouup, definitely not your grandma's embroidery. And that's the show for today. Thanks for listening to the Tattle Daily podcast. Hey, don't be a dickhead. Do us a favor: share, like, and subscribe to the show. Also, check out the Tuttle category at 315live.com. The Tuttle Daily Podcast was brought to you by Total Wireless of Palm Bay, StitchUUp.com, PocketBearClub.com. Special thanks to show intern Hannah and Charlie Alamo for their contributions. Additional imaging and production is provided by CCA Productions. Facebook.com/slash CCA Productions presents. Show voiceover services brought to you by JCVoiceOverservices.com. That guy's got a goddamn sexy voice. You should hire him. If you want to help support the show, paypal.me/tuttle on the radio. Comments, concerns? You want to let Tuttle know he's being a dick? Go to tuttle@ at gmail.com To follow all of Tuttle's social media, go to tuttle.net. That's tuttle with2ds.net. Thanks again for all your support and we'll see you tomorrow on the Tuttle Daily Podcast.
3: Fuck going on.